morning, officer. Maybe this is the pot calling the kettle black. This guy thinks he's a genius and he's a moron. <laughs> oh, oh, this is live. Think of like the dumbest cave troll let you know. You looked right at me when you said that. You're not the dumbest. Here are the facts as I see them. And hello, everybody. Welcome to the Bandit Radio Hour. It's December 18th, 2022. Getting close to Christmas. And Christmas. News. Yeah, all that. Uh, you know, hey, Homebook, it was cool. Mercy added that. That's him. That, like I said, he's the producer. He thinks of all this stuff. For y'all listening and not watching, I got a Bahumbug Black Santa hat next to me. Uh, anyways, welcome. Band of Radio Hour, y'all. to make it festive. Y'all, <laughs> y'all are here. Y'all are listening. I'm talking. Uh, we got a... Uh, we got New Year's and Christmas coming up, and we're going to try to shoot the breeze a little bit until we get to there. Uh, we're going to start this like we always do, and it's going to start sounding a little repetitive because, dear God, it's all we've been doing recently. Cattle. Cattle and fences. Uh, Merce, how was your last week whenever you weren't working with me? Uh, there hasn't been one yet. Yeah, true. Yeah. That's all. That's all. We What? Uh Got cows together, shipped them to Texas, fixed a lot of fence, uh, and yeah, took cows to the market. We took a lot. What, what did we learn about waiting out a storm? Oh yeah, uh, listen to Merce when it comes to because I for, I realized this after the fact, but one of Merce's like big hobbies in high school and college was what do you want to be when you grow up? I was going to be a meteorologist. I took classes and also um, as a pilot we have to study and know the weather so and i was watching the radar he's watching the radar my truck got stuck my it got stuck uh and there was a tractor like what half a mile away yeah probably probably and uh i'm sitting there and like we're stuck i can make a run for this tractor and we look and there is a wall of rain coming with a front and uh Merce shows me the radar and says hey you know it'll be here in like 10 minutes and no, I said it'll be here in like 10 seconds. I yeah. said it'll be it'll blow over in 10 or 20 minutes. That was it, and you're like, why don't you just like sit here and wait? And uh, th- then, you know, you won't have to get wet running to the tractor. And for about 10, I hesitated. And I said, Merce, you're probably right. And I closed the door, and I sat in the truck for 10 seconds. And all of my instincts said, to hell with that idea. And I said, I'll be back. I jumped out of the truck, ran, made it probably... A tenth of a mile started feeling rain hit me. Merce said by this point what you just saw. The, the, I couldn't even see you anymore. The and storm I was like, engulfed me. I was like, oh, he's dead. Because yeah. it was like lightning and everything. I was like, oh, yeah, it's going to be like two hours later. Strong lightning everywhere. I was just picturing two hours later. I was like, he's coming back. Yep, he's coming back. And you're just like fried in a pasture. Uh, I noticed if I ran fast enough, I could outrun it. But due to my endurance slowing a little bit, like I would slow down and it would catch back up to me and I'd have to put it in high gear. Uh, but I made it to the tractor that somewhat closed cab uh, with the ceiling falling in on it. Uh, the inner, what, what do you call that stuff? The headliner. Headliner falling in on it. Uh, but we hope to be one day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and we, uh, yeah, then I drove that son of a gun back through the rain, got us unstuck. and Or no, as soon as I got back in the course of Five minutes I was gone, 10 minutes maybe. I would say 30 seconds after the truck was unstuck and you put the chain back on the tractor. Yep, uh, the sun comes out, everything's dry, not another drop of rain. So. Told you so. Yeah, 
Yeah, listen to Mercer on weather. Noted. Weather and her. I, I was wrong about the hurricane too. Just a little wind and water. Everyone's freaking <laughs> oh, it's out. It's not gonna be that bad. Everyone's freaking out over nothing. Just one of the worst death. disasters to hit Florida ever. Yeah, bandit predictions. My favorite is you called me in the middle of it. You're like, I might have been wrong on a few points. <laughs> Just, <laughs> my house sounds like a train is driving through it. Me and my daughter are just up looking at the windows waiting for them to implode. Uh, so, yeah, that was the last week. Not the hurricane, but running through the rain. Uh, that, and I tried to do Christmas shopping today, and good God, it was miserable. Uh, it was. I, I just got like five things, and I'm like, I'm out of here. It costs a lot of money. I got to be around people at Walmart. I was going to get some stuff on Amazon, but one of the things was like a beanbag chair for my daughter. And it's Amazon's funny because it'll be like 95 star reviews. And you read the five star review. Best thing I have ever bought. Changed my life. All my friends love it. They come to my dorm room to hang on my beanbag chair. And I'm like, that's not realistic. Let me go to the one stars. And it's like literally shit arrived in a box. <laughs> like, <laughs> here's a picture. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> which one is it? So. You know, for some things you can do it like a little, I don't know, doohickey that's your order. Doohickey? Am I 90 years old? Yeah. But anyways, but no, beanbag chair, I'm like, I'm going to go to Walmart and get this. Well, the scary thing is now, too, we're getting like right, I think like basically by tomorrow, if you haven't ordered it, you're not getting no. it before Christmas. Yeah, that's. And I really haven't started. Prime that stuff away, baby. Ship to me. I'm but... just going to speed run through the Target and the Walmart. I got, I got most. I got the big ones out of the way, and now it's just like stuff I can go like to Walmart and get gift cards. Anyone out there wondering what to give a loved one, gift the Bandit Radio Hour podcast. Yes. The gift that keeps on giving. Sponsor. <laughs> you can just like say, we'll say your name on the air. There you go. $5. I'll be a clown and dance. Uh, so but, just dance. No, actually, I won't dance, but I will be a clown. I'm not, I just, I, I got two left feet, unless I'm so drunk i can't walk i can't dance and i don't i try not to get like that anymore no more forever although hang on i really like do rarely drink but i feel like every time i say that to somebody it's like oh no i'm not really that big of a drinker like just so happens the next weekend i'm in some rager rager yep and it's not not very often but it happens uh when when my kids are away like i don't mm -mm, nothing around my kids um but yeah, what? So, what? Anything else exciting in our local neck of the woods? I don't think anything right around here. Nothing, nothing major. But at the same time, we've been going working. Yeah. You don't really but, get exposed to a lot on a horse. In no, pasture. dude. Like I've been, I kind of apologize, everybody. I've been out of the loop for everything on on media, which we'll get into that. Just, just hang on. Uh, and like, kind of some of the stuff I enjoy researching just as a hobby. It's like when I get done at nine o'clock at night. And get my kid to bed. I'm like, I'm checked out. I'm if I'm not preparing for the next day, I'm cashed out. I'm done. Uh, but I, I pay attention to a little bit of stuff we can get into. Uh, oh, I saw that uh, John Fetterman is Time Magazine's most stylish person of the year. Like they're literally just slapping they're, us in the face. At they're this point. screwing us. Yeah. They're, they're, they're screwing with us. They're it, between Zelensky was man of the year. Yeah. Which, by the way, I was talking, uh, you know, it, it's funny. I was talking to a blue-pilled person the other day. And when I say blue-pilled, like, they might watch MSNBC or Fox News. It doesn't, it doesn't matter if they're conservative or liberal or whatever. It's just they kind of tend to believe everything that's coming off the TV or the 
footer box or whatever. Um, I mean, in, in a way, though, like, what a nice, ignorant way to live. Oh, yeah, and I don't know, because I see some of them get... once you realize so, what's really going on, it's terrifying. Oh, dude, it is, but... It, you see them get outraged about certain things, and you're like, oh, this is such a minor thing to get, like, uh, I don't know. The abortion is what comes to mind for me, but I know, like, some people really take that, like, especially the chicks. Hi, ladies. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, sorry if I just pissed in your Wheaties. Uh, this but, is a bad road. Abort, abort. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me back out of that. But there's other examples of where... but. I was I was listening to this blue pilled person. I'll, I'll give one example of uh, they were super pro vaccine and pro everything like on that end, but then Ukraine came up and it was interesting to hear this person uh, just go like you. Zelensky is like horrifyingly evil. Like I can't believe he's not negotiating to try to reduce a war and trying to. Do, and I'm just like. That's refreshing to hear from someone who's like this is one of those people that buys every book that a president has written despite, like, no matter if it's Barack Obama or Donald Trump. And they didn't write it in the first place. No, no, it's a ghost. <laughs> I don't know why. You just made me picture Trump sitting down in deep thought with a pen, like, dear diary, <laughs> I am the greatest. <laughs> you got, like, one of those, you have, like, the voice activations, like, to unlock it, yes. like, from yeah, middle it, school? Yes, and it's, like, golden, has a big T on the front, and just, like, everyone else, loser. Especially DeSantis. <laughs> he thinks he's better than me. He's not. He's not. Everyone knows this. I'm not hating on him. It's just that thought of him. Wonderful. It's the chef's kiss. But yeah, getting into getting off of that, getting into more current events. Something we kind of mentioned last time, but we didn't. I didn't feel like we got a. There wasn't enough of it out. And all at once, like the Twitter files are kind of coming out in chunks. But man, every new chunk at least makes me feel very verified with what I believe. Like, yes, the government was absolutely uh, getting in the head of Twitter and, and the different, like, the, like, freaking Yoel Roth, the former head of te- Trust and Safety. Which confirms that birds aren't real. They're government. Don't do that to me. Don't, yeah, uh, you know what? That bird was not real. It was government controlled. That's, oh my God, was that weird ass kid from Nevada, right? Did you ever see the story on the guy that started Birds Aren't Real? No. Oh, dude, he's a hoot. I've just seen a t shirt or two. He, I don't know if he was the originator of the Facebook page or not, but he was like the one that at least started making merchandise off of it and making a buck at it. He got a van, bought a van, printed Birds Aren't Real on the side of it with a big graphic and toured all around the U.S. with a big bullhorn. Just making, having fun. And here's the thing. I picture going to like the Blues Brothers with a massive speaker just yelling. It's pretty much that. And he dresses like a Blues Brother. He looks crazy. Uh, local, like, news outlets started taking him seriously and they're like, we're going to do a special report tonight on conspiracy theorists and the crazy things they believe. Like, this birds aren't real advocate. And he would come on and be like, oh, yes, thank you for having me. And he'd do something like he'd completely waste their time. He would just nonstop sneeze, like fake sneeze throughout, like they'd be in it like for 35 to seconds to a minute. And they're like, finally like, oh, is there something wrong with you? No, 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 I'm t- Perfectly fine. I don't understand. Another one. He just vomits on set like a like he was just there to ruin their night. It's great. 
yeah, it's genius. And like, that's, uh, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm sure that upset some people that were tuning in not to get their time wasted and to enjoy the news. Like, I understand that. But to the rest of us, damn, that's some fun trolling. Well played. Yeah. Well played, sir. Yeah. And uh, the, the funnest thing, when I, when I joined that group on Facebook back in the day, you would get, like, new people. They'd be like, hang on. Are y'all... Are y'all serious that y'all don't think birds aren't real? Like, I killed a turkey last week, and I, 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 I feathered it and got it. Like, it's all there. And you just get, like, so many replies. Like, listen here, idiot. It's something called nanotechnology and hydraulic tubes, all right? It's not <laughs> blood vessels. It's advanced drones. Just people... Those going, are the decoy birds. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, like, going on beautiful rants about it. And I'm like, this is, like, such a wonderful creative exercise to just see how... Far, far down this fake rabbit hole you can drag people and eventually god bless them 99 of the people would be like okay i get it now i i this is great this is yeah. uh so but the last thing i heard was that he was in the hospital for something but again it's almost like is this a troll <laughs> like he was like doing a gofundme for like his some operation or something and he got the bird flu wouldn't that have been great? <laughs> like, dude, it, it, it's almost like he got something very similar to the wording of I that. I going on. I was like, have you, not, have you not heard? Like, <laughs> <laughs> have you not heard the word from my No, no, that'd be bad. That'd be very bad. Uh, so how the hell do we start? Oh, Twitter. Yeah, start with the fake bird. Um, no, so, yeah, this yo Roth guy, uh, this, the level of stuff they're exposing, you know what, I'll be honest, you can hear it from like 20 different shows what exactly they're exposing. Like per, like Yul Roth uh, sharing the, the gay data dissertation to retweet if teachers can have sex with students like that are teenagers on Grindr and if it's okay or not. This was the head of Twitter safety. And I guess he had to flee his home because uh, people like have found out about this, which I'm like, huh? <laughs> I mean, I don't like the state Sounds doing like stuff. The problem's gonna work itself out. Like, uh, yeah. uh, have a trial first, but uh. pitchforks on sale. <laughs> yeah, yeah, capitalism. Uh, but um, no. What is what is amazing? I mean, it's not surprising, but it is amazing. Is how the media is trying so very hard to shove this toothpaste back in the tube of like, up oh, if we don't report on it, if we don't. Not only report on it, but if we do at such a minimalist and skewed level, we just have to wait long enough to, for something else to happen for people to forget about it. And hey, whether or not he's a CIA plant or not, Elon Musk is doing a great job of like, hey, I'm going to keep throwing this up in everybody's face. I'm at least going to get people to somewhat talk about this, whether it's you know, it's a win-win for him because yeah. it's free Twitter publicity. And, you know, last time I went into enough on, like, Eliza Blue and the child, the CP stuff that don't want to get into any more of that. But, like, it's amazing the power the media has. And when I say, like, they don't have legislative power. You know, they can't, MSNBC or Fox News can't get, like, an army to come to your door. Michael Malice said this, it was like five or six years ago I first heard this, you know, you go on the internet, you find any libertarian page, they're all talking about government bad, government bad, government bad. Michael Malice, I was confused at the time, but looking back, I believe he correctly pointed out what is worse than the government is the media. 
She said, if you had an honest media, a free thinking media, it could give the people the information to do something about, like, not even tell the people to do something about the government, but... I feel like the biggest tell is that no branch of the media ever questions another branch of the media. Be like, did you do that on Fox? That's no, not, we have, it's all like perfectly congruent. Yeah. Yeah. It's all, it's all, everything runs parallel. Yeah. Yeah. And there is like, you know, if it has an AP stamp next to the article associated press, well, that can be trusted beyond a shadow of a doubt because that's the associate. That's the, that's what us giant media corporations all agreed on along with the, because I think it is somewhat government involved, the associated press, isn't it? Um, some, I don't really know. I sh- I should know. I had to go take all those journalism classes to get my degree, and I didn't pay any attention. No, I don't blame you. Because the the college of journalism was extremely left wing, and that was back in like 2012, 2013 when I was at college. How how so? Because I mean, t- to me, typical. Like I had some left wing teachers at my community college. There were just uh, I don't really remember anything offhand, but there would be snide remarks. I remember I had to like gear my papers a certain way because I like talking to other people that yeah. had the classes before. You know, there's I forget I can't like think of exact examples, but there'd be certain topics that you talk about current events, and I was like advised make sure the paper is going to be what the professor wants to yeah. hear. Yep. So I mean I didn't whatever. Just give me the I'm just here to get through. And here's training the hour and <laughs> here's training and how to kiss ass. Yeah. But yeah. Essentially that's yeah. what it was for the, the I think I had a, like a year, like two, two, two semesters. I had to go take it because it was part of my degree. But I was in the college of ag and other than that, other than that part in the journalism, it was just like normal college experience. So when I hear like all these other people talk about, so I was like, okay, yeah, I could see where it was a little like that. All right. Here's my question. Would you say most of your professors, what kind of, of like liberal were they like were they or not what kind of liberal I guess I should classify that what kind of lefty like were they like crazy hippie or was it more like champagne socialist I would have one I'd say was kind of socialist and it, yeah. and the, the the irony is he was filling in for a professor that was out um, on maternity leave and so mm-hmm. he was like from like the like little community college or something that like and he was just filling in but he wanted to come in and play professor and like dictator and stuff and like just i i didn't get along with him at all and then i had yeah then i had like the typical full hippie that was all like you had to do this and then t- it would like just bring up feminism and like all kinds of stuff just like and braid like, her armpit hair and, and I'd be like, hmm. you're telling me how to not use or use the oxford comma like how did this, how did this come about? like you know i had at, at our small community college looking back on her we had this English teacher, and God bless her. She was like very nice person, uh, like in all other aspects. But she was like a very, I don't know. She was very young, like I think she had just get herself gotten out of college and gotten her like teaching degree or something like that. Uh, but I remember her introducing the idea of postmodernism, and she was like an English teacher, like with writing and reading and crap like that. And I remember her like getting so excited about it. And I was like, well, what, what is this postmodernism? Now, now you hear it talked about a lot, the spec before you heard a lot. And she goes, well, it's the idea of something, at least in a narrative sense, like something is extremely weird, but everyone treats it as if it's not. Like everyone just pretends that's normal life. And one of the examples we, we read was how it's like a Western 
uh, short Western story where a guy walks around who's been shot like 20 times and has holes in his head, but he still goes up to the bar and gets a drink and everyone goes, Hey Frank, how's it going? Oh, I'm just a gunfighter and da 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 and you know, and that's that something that shouldn't be normal is treated as normal. But I remember her saying that to us in such a more passionate way than I just did. And I remember going like, like thinking like, Oh, you like really believe in this and that's cool. That's neat. But, uh, I don't know if that's the answer to stuff. So it was, it was odd later on, you know, now, nowadays when I, I'd say Jordan Peterson, I know I've beat on him enough, but he's probably like the most I hear about this always throws postmodernism and communism together. And that is something that just, I don't see how those two things are like linked at the hip. Like communism is like, oh, we must treat it like this is how the world should work. Everyone getting a fair share or whatever. And postmodernism is like nothing's real. And it's like I could, I don't know. That just troubles me. I want someone to make that make sense to me, how these two are so. It's easy. They're both wrong. Okay. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not a postmodernist. I'm not someone that like essentially believes it. But I think it's like an excellent thought exercise. Is like going to, and how I've heard it best described, like outside of a narrative sense, outside of like a story, is like uh, there are no solid, indistinguishable facts. And you could take this, like, in that, what a postmodernist, which I'm thinking of someone like Thaddeus Russell, would say is like, uh, you know, what's, a, what's a, something we know is right? Well, that's up and that's down. And he goes, well, not technically. Said so that's up to us right now because it's relative. But what's down to us, you go all the way through the earth, you come out China, that's up. He's like, so every, all of our information is like relative. And I don't necessarily, like, I think there's some hard stuff in nature that you can't, that's indistinguishably true. I'm just not really smart enough. And I, that's just one I feel. <laughs> that's when I got, I'm very conservative and lead on my heart. <laughs> but, uh, if it's not, oh well. I'm, I'm don't care. I don't care. I'm not that super passionate about it either way. But I like knowing about the stuff. Yeah, I get. I mean, yeah, like I said, the relative part fix. I'm trying. I've been like trying to think. So I was like, what is something that is 100? percent Yeah, and it's kind of hard because you can kind of argue argue against everything to an extent. You but. can. It's stuff we perceive, and we're trying our damnest. Our brains are trying to make sense of the shit we're perceiving. It's like trying to think of a new color. Yeah. And you just can't, like, even colors, it's like, it's just your brain going like, this is different than that. All right, let me find a way to make it different. All right, I'll shade this one this way and this one that way. That's, that's wild. That's insane our brain goes to those levels. Um, anyways. Uh, so one of the things, I don't know how the hell we jumped way down that rabbit hole. Uh. Oh, the media being bad. Yeah, the, the power they wield. So, like, us making sense out of the world around us. So many of these people, I, I guess the hook of the problem is there is a main narrative with the media. Like you were saying, like, there's such impassioned debate within this agreedness. Right. Within this, like, well... Fox News is as right-wing as you can get, and MSNBC is as left-wing as you can get. And they've got to stay in that middle ground. Uh, yeah, you think they'd be almost be trying to debunk each other, but they never 
are. They do on very small levels, yeah. like on very shit, but it's never. I mean, hell, we saw the hot mic of what's her name, uh, the ABC anchor. Who was like, uh, yeah, we were going to do the Epstein story, but the royal family said, like, we'd never interview them again if we did. It's like, oh. oh yeah, one of them got in trouble. I yeah. think they're all kind of in cahoots a little bit, but one of them, one of the uncles, I think, got in some deep, deep stuff. Well, supposedly, this was news today. Uh, but I stopped caring about the royal family in 1776. There you go. Uh, one of the Epstein victims supposedly has videos of different people and is releasing them. Like, this was leaked. But now I'm like, ah, to, hooray. Like, I hope yeah. I hope that, like, for good measure, these people get taken care of. But I'm like, it, that's the problem with conspiracies. You don't know how deep they go. Like, all right, is this leak part of a damn conspiracy to screw with me? Like I said, but, like some guy can be saying some of the craziest stuff ever. Then it comes, it's, it's there's just so much has turned out to be true in like the last 10 years or so. Stuff beyond human nightmares. People that were called like completely crazy or people are kind of like, okay, there was, you're not totally insane. No. And, uh, that is, but I think this is kind of the answer to that stranglehold they have is like me sharing this dumb podcast around. And then if there's a thousands of me's doing this in their own little cultural way. Terrifying. I like it. (laughs) Uh, But, uh, you know. It's almost like we're the anti-media, which I mean, technically we're a part of media, so uh, I can't be anti-myself, unless I'm really nihilistic. But it's becoming more and more decentralized. That's like a recurring thing I've said on the show. But that is like the hope in it, in, in changing tides. And who knows, maybe Musk buying Twitter is just the start. Like... And no, I, I agree with some of the bad things people say about him. Not the, not the crazy ass centrist liberals that are just saying whatever the CIA wants them to. But like you know, I hear I hear some good criticisms of Musk, but it's like still, even those criticisms in hand, thank God, someone has planted a flag somewhere to be like, nope, this is like I'm against the tide. Like yeah. try to turn this damn boat around. Said, worst worst case scenario. Maybe get some pedophiles off the out of circulation. That'd I mean, be, at, at the very, I mean, I think it's something we can all get behind. Yes, that'd be that'd be nice. Get them off of Twitter. Um, and what the what the hell was the other thing? Oh, you know, if you want to like good measurement of how much the media like covers for bad actors and stuff like that. And I've I, I don't know how much you've skimmed cable oh, yeah, news. Alec Baldwin's not in jail. Alec Baldwin's not in jail. How much has the Twitter files been reported on by... Like, I've seen Fox... Oh, it hasn't. They've, they've all lost their mind that Elon banned the one guy that was reporting his jet and family's oh, the, location. Oh, the Thursday night massacre they're yeah. calling it or something yeah, like that's, that? that's what all they've been reporting about. Yeah. And, uh, but how much did they report on every Trump tweet? Like, dude, it was everywhere. Yeah. It was, and they just, like, select the intensity... Of what subject to report on. Side note, I saw he's got his own trading cards now. Oh, dear God. He got in on the NFT yes. game. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you see any of them? I saw one. He looks like Superman, but it's a big T on his chest. And he's standing there with a cape and everything. <sighs> if anyone could make NFTs work, it's him. Hey, you know, we were talking before the show. We were talking a little bit about FTX. 
uh, and what a homeboy finally went to jail. Oh yeah, well, he to- like I said, my he told he told Congress he was too busy to uh, speak speak in their uh, little their meeting or whatever they wanted him to show up to, and they're like. Okay, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, that's like telling the mob you're not going to show up to a little discussion. Yeah. Yep. Go to jail, directly to jail. We'll talk about when you get out and later. It's come out now that uh, his girlfriend or whatever, she, the, the pass-around girl. The goblin? It, yeah, has is, been working with the SEC and stuff, and that's why he's in jail, because she's ratting on him. So Ooh. she's saving her own hide, and I mean, like I said, she's, I think she's dumber than a box of rocks, but she's going to come out being the smartest and probably yep. the richest. Yep. Yep. Because at one point, I think she had called, she was the re- I think she lost most of the money. She was like her like personal account was down for like one point three yeah. or something billion. You know dollars. what? These people do have a lot of money, but I think even then they have to watch their back the rest of their life because there is, dude. I'll tell you this: that's not the only scam. Uh, I was watching something last night, really in your wheelhouse. Uh, never in it, never in mine. You ever hear of Coffeezilla? Maybe. He's like a documentary guy on, on YouTube, but he was doing one on, uh, you know, Jake Paul? Yeah. The YouTuber, boxer, whatever. I'm not a fan. No, I don't I don't pay attention to people like he that. Is, I think I'll, like most of his stuff's completely yeah. fake and a sham. And I think it's cool that he boxed and got his face. Like, I always, like, kind of tells, like, if someone can... But he only ever picks, like, older retired guys or MMA fighters that aren't boxers, but he won't fight them MMA. True. True. For what I'm about to say, I'll give him a little bit of a point for getting punched in the face. I think that says something about some a man that who's willing to get punched in the face. However, everything else seems cringe about yeah. the guy, including what you just said. Yep. Like that's a yeah, cringy way of getting punched in the face. Uh, however, I, did you ever hear about the NFT thing that he started? I know he's in a bunch of them. They they went up and they've like gone to like back down to like nothing, pump and dump scam and. Oh, dude! It was called uh, Hatchings or something like that. That I, don't know. I know he was like pushing like the Board Ape Yacht Club was one of them, and then. I tell you, as a guy myself who's not interested in really NFT or I'm interested a little bit in Bitcoin, but you know I'm not I'm not one of these super into I'm not you, uh, yeah. but uh, as a guy that's not in that realm. Watching CoffeeZilla's documentary, like he invested, supposedly invested a million dollars into a custom made app where one of these, you get paid to play the game, supposedly. Uh, and oh, dude, it all he did was take people of like $500,000, $50,000 and rob their ass blind and copied the code from another company. And the guy who copied the code was like, ah, oh, I'm going to keep the code until you give me a million dollars to give it back. It's, I, it, it is crazy what is behind the scenes. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. Of so much of that world. Uh, y'all don't have to worry behind our scenes. It's there, there's woods out there. Uh, that that's it. I think, but the day, the day we have an NFT, it's, Run. It's no longer us. We, we've been replaced with bots. I, I can understand Bitcoin. And, you know, I think I was even listening to, like, someone on Joe Rogan talk about, like, the start of NFTs. And they were like, when it started out, I think it was a way for, like, an artist to make sure they receive money for getting, for their art. Like, right. it, the idea was, well, if someone buys this painting from an artist for $1,000, and then they, uh, two years later, they sell it for $10,000, that artist will get a it's yeah, they get like commission or like a yeah. little bit from the original creation. Yeah, uh, but then it just the it just snowballed. It, yeah, it blew up. It yep. 
By the way, how's Bitcoin and all that doing? Crashing. Even more than it was, like the past eight times I've asked? Yeah, because anytime it makes recovery, like the Sam Bankman Freed just stuff comes out with negative news, or they keep showing like how much it was like corrupted, so that it just keeps like popping the price back. Ah, excellent. Excellent. Which is right on time for the, as the government's trying to launch, launch their like token stuff and get involved with everything. Who and God, like I dude, I'll tell you, Bitcoin is pretty like Ethereum and all that is pretty volatile. But I mean, you compare it to the United States dollar, like that's failed the last five audits and can't even tell you where the money's went, and mm-hmm. just the printers just screaming running in the background. And like, dude, like the the money they've spent that we know about is like insane. But there's like the CIA has like a black budget. That I think like 10 people in Congress know about who are on the Council of... I'm not certain if it's the Council of Foreign Affairs or what. It's one of those damn councils. But uh, yeah, just blank check. Do whatever the hell they want. I want one of those checks. And that's why I somehow want to stop paying taxes. Legally, please don't come and get me IRS. Y'all have actually been keeping my tax return for like eight years. So I got a word or two to say with you. But... (laughs) So, getting into, like, our last little chunk of it tonight. Uh, not, like, a little bit, but big chunk. Uh, something <laughs> something we were talking about off-air. Uh, Merce, really fan of the brim and fi- uh, brimstone and fire of, like, that, that kind of church. Of, like, like, militant Christian soldier, almost. And I like some aspects of that. I like, like, maybe like keeping yourself disciplined into like a high, almost like a, the regiment of a soldier or something like that. Like, I think all that's great, but like my more Christian side, this is more of a message like my conservative Christian friends. Like I like learning about old Testament God. He was angry. Dude, he was, he was kill them all. Uh, but (laughs) you know, one of my one of the things that's been neat to watch from history is different people interpreting this book at different times and getting wild actions out of that interpretation. Don't get me wrong, very different world back then. But uh you hear about how like the Vikings turned to Christian and it's like, oh God, they were done. Oof. If you if you don't like I can't remember the, the king's name when he came to Denmark, I think it was. But or one of those, you know, we've all discussed it. Northern European countries, I, I mix and match them all. But one of those places, uh, the like head Viking that like stood against it, who wanted to keep praying to the pagan gods, he they they put a funnel in his mouth and put snakes inside of him with hot coals behind them to make them c- c- like it's like woof. How about butterflies in my stomach was bad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like this evolved over the years. To, it seems like, it, you know, they say the road to hell is paved with good intentions. It seems like even people starting organizations, causes, governments, governments, uh, whatever you want to do, pick your poison. I think, you know, surely there are those that start them with selfish intents. But for the sake of argument, the ones that don't, that start it for like, hey, I'm going to doesn't even necessarily have to be Christian. Hey, we want to get rid of poverty. So we're going to get rid we're going to start this war on poverty. And oh my god, poverty's just exploded <laughs> since then. Uh I think about like 
so many organizations, mostly government ones come to mind, admittedly, that were started like with the intent of keeping things conservative and Christian and the, the way things were, like the FBI was like when it started by Herbert Hoover. Herbert Hoover? Did I get, no, J. Edgar Hoover. Yeah, that's it. Not the not the vacuum guy or the president, the other one, the other Hoover. The one that wore dresses? Yeah, yeah. The, oh, like, dude, like, it's a guy with that much power enforcing this conservative ideal. And sure, he did enforce it. He, he blackmailed Hollywood people to keep them more conservative in public, uh, to create an ideal image of the media and the American culture, like, in this direction. But look what, like, it eventually morphed into. The FBI we have today that up until recently still is colluding with probably Facebook, YouTube, and all the other ones like Google, but at least Twitter it's not involved with anymore. But look at all the suppression that was on there for conservative Christian values. Um, so many things, as Mer said off air, it always goes back to Woodrow Wilson. Like, dude, so, so many of his talking points were like, I'm an educated Christian man and I know best how to implement these Christian values at the point of a government gun. And that's going to make the world a better place. He also threw, used to throw a ton of parties. Woodrow Wilson? Wasn't it, I think it was Wilson. Yeah. Uh, I know Jackson did. Yeah. But we've talked about him Yeah, a lot. well, they, yeah, no, they, no, those were wild parties. No, I think, uh, Wilson always had tons of dinner parties. Always, I could like, see that. And yeah. like was very upscale and wanted to bring that where he, he appeared to have like a grandeur about him. Sophistication. Doing, yeah, yes, but was doing really idiotic things. Like, I remember whenever I was uh, researching uh, FDR, Franklin Roosevelt, and his like answer to the depression. Well, even because, you know, there was like a slight depression before he was in office. Like it's, and he came into it, and his reasonings for some of the government actions they take, like, I can't remember the specifics. It's It's been years since I've looked at the stuff. But it was, it, dude, it sounds about as genius as throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. It's yeah, like, yeah, I think it was literally, literally we're going to spend our way out of it. We're going to spend so much money doing the dumbest shit that, like... Tennessee Valley Authority. And- dude, did I talk about that on the show? No. Oh, so... With the TVA and like the, you'll find out in, in, in the public schools, like, oh, it brought jobs to Appalachia and, and boosted the economy and yada, yada, yada. Well, there were already private uh, uh, phone line companies and energy line companies that were like starting to branch out in the Appalachia. And when the government came in, they forbid anyone to do business with those private entities, shut them down overnight. Uh, so that's all this unemployment, that new unemployment went to the TVA, sure. Uh, the rates at which they charged the consumers were more expensive under the TVA than they were under the previously private people who weren't taxing them. There, there it is. Yep. It's, it's so many... And I don't think it's like Machiavellian. Like, I don't think FDR sat there and, like, twirled his legs. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, and said, like, ooh, I'm going to screw over poor people. No, I think it's like, oh, I'm going to try, like, really hard to use the government or some big, fo- some big centralized force to make this happen. 
You know, it just gums stuff up. It gums up everything. And the, the more it gets into it, the more it spreads. And, you know, I listen to people like, uh, I know, I try not to bash too hard on conservatives. Because, I, like I said, I, I, that's my asterisk. There are many conservative values I have and I like. But there's almost like this narrative, like, oh, this... This justice system, this governmental system we have used to be a very nothing but good thing. And we've just let the wrong people get their hands on it. If we just change the people, every, every everything goes back to our utopian vision of the past, but with just better things. Like, no, man, pe- this has been a gummed up malicious system. I mean, hell, when George Washington... And the, the, the federal government is like first enacted after the Constitution. There's something called a whiskey rebellion where they're like, like shit, we will pay you a tax over whiskey. We will fight you. And George Washington's like sending troops to start shooting our own people, I guess. We got to start telling everyone who's the boss. And if you just read the school book history, it's like, oh, everybody just agreed to this. But it's like, ah, everybody. Well, every book is made by one company. McGraw Hill. Yeah. You remember reading? I've, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Centralized textbooks going out everywhere. That it, Yeah. And, you know, hey, a good liberal argument is like, we don't like them all being from Texas. I heard or a what? crazy conspiracy theory about that. Ooh. So McGraw Hill is like the main manufacturer of textbooks. Right. And, you know, in school, it's basically like institutionalized. You know, you come in, you sit down, you do this, you go when a, bell's, when a bell rings, yeah. you do everything by that. What else is Texas known for? They're the largest institution of prisons. And McGraw. That's right, baby. So it's you just, they're just, just train, training all the little. Prison and football. Yeah. <laughs> Rodeo. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, dude, that, that, well, I, I think we've talked about it on the show before, how the public school system, what inspired it was the, I think it was the Prussian Per Russian uh, school, school, which was S K U L, but uh, they uh, their problem was they their their empire was con- conquered all these tribes that couldn't coordinate with each other. They couldn't. They're like, oh, they keep like running away from war that we try to draft them into. So we need some big system to get them all to think the same. And I can't remember the guy's name that started the public school system or his. Howell? Howlett? Nope. It's something. I should know his name. Uh, Google him. I don't care. Uh, But he went there and visited them. He was like, oh, genius. I'll go back to the United States and we'll do this. And yeah, centralize all the knowledge and say what's good thought and bad thought and what you're supposed to think. That was the progressive era. That was. And like, here's how crazy things were in the progressive era. And these were mostly people that would have claimed to have Christian values and would probably even cite the Bible to back them up in a weird, crazy, interpretive way. But, like, lobotomies were like a new fashion, like a new, like, oh, have a relative that pisses you off sometimes? Stick a needle in their brain and scramble it around a little bit. Good as new. Simpler times. (laughs) Darker, but simpler. Uh and, you know, they, they were different times. Like, I know the one lady, uh, Michael Malice kind of shed light on this. lady that started Planned Parenthood was, like, big into eugenics and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, eugenics was very popular at the turn of the century. And in our modern, asterisk, 
I do not in any way support eugenics in any kind of way. Let me say that before I say this. But you look back at the time, and they, uh, like, I have an ancestor who had a brother that died next to him in bed due to worm, or, like, due to parasites, like, around that time era. Like, so many kids died back then that they were like, there's got to be a way to stop all this child death. Let's let's start let's start helping people not have so many kids that are dependent on them, and so like you can kind of see there's some rationale to it way back then. What they didn't know about was technology would get better and life improvement would like skyrocket. But the thing is, you have this leftover institution of this time, the you know Planned Parenthood. Let's say they do some good. Like I don't, I don't know enough about them to really hard one way or the other. But it kind of started off with somewhat noble intents, and then just yeah, I mean, like providing contraceptives yeah. and you know and, and educating and, women you know. on on like how like how to not get pregnant and how to avoid it and shit like that, uh, and STDs and stuff like that. But once you get hooked into this government apparatus or even a giant corporate apparatus, like there's it starts perversing the incentives of the main goal. And that's why I love conservative values. It scares the shit out of me when they start enforcing them with a gun. The, the classic Dave Smith example is uh, like, like how many conservatives supported the Patriot Act back, like back in 2003 or whatever it was after 9-11. It's like, oh, every... It was only crazy liberals you kind of heard going like, eh... I don't know. We really like Muslims. What was it? It's like, if you've done nothing wrong, you've got nothing to hide. That was, And I, I echoed that crap back then. Yeah, uh, I mean, we were at 13. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, Hell yeah, America. We know what's best. Let's look in your luggage. Our, I mean, our computers were like the size of our desks. Like, yeah. we didn't. <laughs> yep. We didn't. We didn't listen. Yeah, um, we didn't listen. But, uh, you know, now that seemingly conservative apparatus is being used to specifically target conservatives. And there are lefties that get targeted, like the real radical ones. And hey, devil's advocate, some of the people on all sides of the aisle they catch are like planning to do bad shit. And it's like those people, um, as long as they're not, uh, what is it, coerced by, by FBI plants. Yeah, like I'm, I don't have a problem with them going after. Some of those memes are great. <laughs> Dude. Where it's like like a like a beautiful woman like she's like please go go by like so, like can somebody help me saw off a shotgun? <laughs> uh, I love the one where it's like uh, when uh, that face when you show up to your uh, kidnapping plot meeting and it just shows a bunch of Spider Men pointing at each other and it says <laughs> fed 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 all the way around so like, and when, one when, one crazy guy that doesn't have his pills. <laughs> it's like uh, when you meet all your online friends at the the gun range and yeah. it's nothing but black suburbans. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh hey all right question patriot front you know who i'm talking about not off you might have seen videos of them on twitter they're the extreme right-wing conservatives i'm saying in air quotes uh that uh have showed up in like white mask with like kind of like three percenter black the blue shields they've shown up at like uh I saw I saw the the people dressed as like the Easter Bunny with the machine guns tr- going around places that like oppose I think the LB, LGBT things. 
have to find it. They're called something, but it's it's almost hilarious. Cause I think because I think they're is also, it like libertarian furries or something? No, I think they're like conservative. I don't know. I, I haven't figured it out. Yet. I saw something <laughs> I didn't read into. Where it. are your politics? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have to find that. But I think it's almost like they're doing it as satire. So as I stroke my non chin hair, yeah. Yeah, I'll have, have to, to, I have to look by see if I can find it. Maybe put a link to it or something. I'll have to release that as a bandit special. Uh, and it might not have been opposing. I don't remember what they were doing, but they were doing something that was making the left angry. No, but, but they were doing it dresses bunny rabbits. Patriot Front is like supposedly like an extreme. I don't know if I had to characterize it like extreme Trumper organization, like extreme like. When I say extreme Trump, that's not even the right. Really like extremely want to start a civil war right-wing organization. But every single little rally they have, they're all wearing, like, white... What are they? They're not ski masks. They're I keep... I, keep, I, mean, I want to say hoods, but I'm pretty sure that's not the route you're Balakavas? going. Balakavas? I don't, I don't know. Stuff that covers everything but their eyes, and they wear sunglasses, and they all look uniform. Dude, it so looks like CIA plants. <laughs> like, I've never in my life seen a more, like... I don't know. Oh, what a perfect example to scare the hell out of left-wingers and stuff like that. I don't know. Maybe they are a serious organization, but I don't know. I hoped you knew more about it. I was going to ask how much you thought, how much you thought it was a conspiracy that, that those, what that front is. It's like, I think it's like, well, I've seen, I've seen videos where people go up to people that are clearly trying to be, and they look so, they just look like police. I think what the FBI hasn't realized that most people that they're kind of odd or like they're a little different or they're a little bit, they're like, so they're not humans. I'm yeah. just kidding. No, 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 <laughs> don't, 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 don't take that out of context. We're not, we're not all normal. No, <laughs> no, we're not. Um, so I don't know what we started at militant Christianity and we got to FBI plants and, and the Patriot called, front. I just called our entire listening audience, not normal, but Hey, neither am I. Welcome everybody. Normalcy is overrated. On another thread of thought I was having, this was something you brought up a couple of episodes ago, and I've been meaning to address it. You, you made me chew on something, but I've got to like flesh out my, my thoughts on it. I think I was telling you about I was going to show Lily Terminator, but it, uh, my, my daughter, my eight-year-old daughter, I was going to show her Terminator, but I'm like, ah, oh, it's got sex in it. And you were like, oh, so like the whole blowing people in half is cool, but oh, a little bit of titty action and you're, you're, you don't like it. And I'm That's like, where you draw the line. Yeah. And I was just like, ah, it, I, I kind of played it off, but that stuck with me. I'm like, he's got a damn point and I don't like it. So I've got to, I've got to flesh this out. All right. Why is it that I'm much more cool with my kids seeing fantastical violence than I am with fantastical sex? Like, like, that sounded bad, but like, not real fantasy. Like, you know, like, cause that's my justification for the violence is like, they know it's imaginary. They completely understand that these two people shooting each other on the screen aren't real. And that, that it's fun to play with ideas, but as long as it's not really hurting anybody. All right. Why can't I do the same thing with sex? Cause I think like, I think. I think there is a specialness to sex. I say as a single man in his thirties, uh, like, <laughs> like, but like, like for real, like there's and it, Tom Woods did a great little blurb about this. Uh, you know, as a society, 
put, put my Joker makeup on. <laughs> but as a society, we actually judge, like, there's regular crimes, and then there's sex crimes. From, like, r- rape to uh, anything else. Like, that has a much more severe punishment with it. Yeah, that's why the Gators just got blown out in their bowl game. Because our quarterback is in jail for child Oh, yeah. CP? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. I remember you mentioning that to me. Yeah. So we we were playing with our third string and got destroyed. Dude, as much as I, side note, as much as I don't pay attention to sports, I remember like growing up, it's like the, Florida was the sports teams of our childhood. I mean, Miami owned the 80s. In the Flor- early 90s. Yep. Florida State came behind, started owning the 90s all the way up until the 2000s. And the Gators just honestly took the hell over. And ran it for a while now they all shit and the tampa bay buccaneers were super bowl champs but yeah we weren't blown out though we got a field goal oh god y'all suck with uh, like a like less than a minute left um ah, poor bastard anyways what i was getting to is you know i'm really trying to find a way to justify my feels yeah. <laughs> and and If if I can show my kids like the violent stuff, I don't want them to reenact. Well, one's easier to explain away. One re- really is, and you know it's great. This cowboy I was working with, uh, he, he had his two twin boys uh, working with us, and they're thirteen. And uh, they're like, you see that bull? It's cod was broken, man. It ain't gonna be able to make no more babies. And I'm like, oh, that's how you really explain it to them, just the the farm and all that. But uh, and it's. That idea at such a young age can be misinterpreted because it's such a nuanced subject. It's such a, there's a real gray area in a lot of that. But with violence, there's a very clear damn line. Yeah. It's like like there's real it's and black and white. Yeah. And with, with, I mean, God, how confused were you at 12 years, 12 years old, not even eight, but 12. It's like, oh God, everything's changing. And I want to do it all uh but that's my justification for not showing my daughter terminator i don't there, so you so you didn't show her terminator no i showed her <laughs> terminator too that has no moves or anything <laughs> like that uh, yeah there's a lot of people dying in it but like they it's easy because ideally they'll never encounter a circumstance like that like as I don't know, they're they, they're going to live longer than we are. They are. They're going to deal with robots. <laughs> but I was like thinking, like most action movies, like I've lived a life uh, somewhat, you'd say, on the fringe uh, for a small town. But it, you know, never seen a gunshot shoot out in my life. Or have you? I don't think so. I'm, I saw someone get accidentally shot. That was wild. I see somebody die in front of me. Oh, that's yeah. You yeah. You did. Crop dusting? Well, no, not that one. That oh. one that was like, that was <laughs> not like, that one. <laughs> well, no, I didn't actually like see that like happen like right there. I wasn't like, right. but no, as a, I was, I was actually at a work at the the canoe outpost, and I just hear this like I'm out in the parking lot. I hear like banging, like do 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 do, and I look over and there's a uh, a suburban just rolling, spiraling down Ooh. the road side by, and I see uh, a guy go flying out the top like thirty feet in the air. And come down and just like splat on the road. Another one's like squished and run over there. And uh, how old were you? Like eighteen, seventeen. Yeah. And uh, I go like running up to it, and the one dude's like dead, like done, like like, a little bit of bubble coming out of his nose, and they quit. 
and then the other guy is like laying over there and he's real messed up. And then another guy pops out of the top of the server and runs over and sees his buddies and he just runs off into the woods. Gone. Of course. <laughs> of the Latino persuasion, I'm assuming? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just, just a guess. I like how we're laughing about it, but yeah, no. And uh, so then... Hey, y'all can laugh about, however you want at when yeah, I die. Yeah, so, like, so then there was like another nurse on the road. She comes up there and I'm just like standing there going, like, what? And uh, yeah, they come there, they put the sheet over the guy. The other guy, they rush him off the hospital. And he gets like airlifted out of there. And yeah, that was like my... And I was, I just remember like... I felt bad because I was like, I should feel bad about there. I should feel something. And I was just, I don't know if I was just still in such shock. I was just kind of like, huh. I was. That's something that happened. Yeah. It was <laughs> like, like, I, don't, I don't know how to process no. this. Just put it in the back. <laughs> don't worry about it. La 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 la. In the vault. Click. <laughs> yep. Yep. In the old dusty box. Um, no, I don't think I've ever actually seen. I've seen a lot of animals die. Uh, but no, no people. That's pretty, that's pretty nice so far. Um, I've, uh, uh, what a dark subject we got onto. How'd we go from Tur oh, Terminator? Terminator. Ter Terminator. <laughs> uh, that makes more sense. Uh, what the hell are your plans for Christmas? Christmas presents. Yeah. Are I spend gonna... time with my niece and nephew and. No, you got a cool nephew. Yeah. He is like the, like, like. Everything I've seen, I'm like that. That could be in a farming magazine. Like, oh, it, it's all, it's it's all. Yeah, all he says is John Deere tractor. Yeah. That's all he wants to do or be around. It, the apple don't fall far from the tree on that one. Uh, but no, what am I doing? I am making a lot of trips to Michigan and back to get my son, spend time with him after Christmas because of ticket prices and oh my god, everything else. Um, and move more cows. <laughs> move more cows probably fix more fence and a whole lot of that it never never ends no it does not um but anyways guys i think that's gonna do it tonight uh have a merry christmas happy kwanzaa for for all y'all and oh especially uh what you hanukkah that's what i was looking for i want to throw that out there special one to all y'all but happy new year all that stuff uh Stay tuned. Not only are we going to have a couple more episodes coming out here shortly, uh, we're gonna we're gonna be making a hell of a trail ride uh, through some wetlands, through some Florida swamps. What in like three days, Merce? You tell Two me because you've changed the date like, yeah. twice. Yeah, well, I'm not the one doing it, uh, but uh, I'm the messenger. But anyways, that's what we're gonna have going on. Uh, hope, if to, wanna... hope to take you along an old school cattle drive. Yeah, it's gonna be neat. We're gonna be pushing like 100, at least 150 cows, quite a distance. Uh, through a lot of wrecked swamps and downed fence from the hurricane. But uh, that's what we got coming, people. Stay tuned. And uh, like, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Have a Merry Christmas. <laughs>